encourage the family. Now we know we all together make up the family. God and the family of God and congregation is made up of each, each individual family. And we know that as so goes the family, so goes the church. And it is very important that each and every family be found faithful in God's sight. Now, as I said, I would like to encourage the family. Let us go to Proverbs chapter 31. And uh, as I was uh, preaching this morning, and a lot of times I noticed that sometimes there are certain segments of a congregation who uh, almost uh, don't feel like sometimes it's addressed to them. So therefore, I figured I'd better uh, be a little more specific sometimes to make sure that everybody be accountable for the message that they receive. And uh, as I said, we're going to encourage the family, but more specifically, what daughters need to know. What daughters need to know. And uh, it's going to be very important that you take down these notes, because uh, every woman in here is at least somebody's daughter. I don't think we have any test tube babies around here. Everybody is somebody's daughter. And even if you don't know your direct parent, you are God's daughter. And our thing that he expects of you. So it's very important that we take time to explore this topic just for a few moments. Uh, this evening. Bible says, her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also. He praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Proverbs 31, verses 28 and 29. Now, oftentimes, there are many people who see that scripture and they talk about being a virtuous woman. And it's always about, I'm a virtuous woman, a virtuous woman, a virtuous woman. But see, a virtuous woman will never, ever have to tell you that she's a virtuous woman. It should be, uh, it should be obvious in her life. And, and, and this, Proverbs 31, is, it, it, it's uh, advice being given to King Lemuel. King Lemuel, that was a pet name or a childhood name that was given to Solomon. And it's actually his mother uh, that is speaking to him. And she says, uh, around verse 10, she says, who can find such a wife, a virtuous wife? But there's a double meaning in this text. It's not just wife or woman. It's also wisdom and how good, godly wisdom can be to you if you embrace it, if you seek it, and if you take it into your life and make it first priority. But on one level, we want to talk about what does that mean? This, 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 uh, it says woman, um, Virtue, right? But now, literally, in the uh, Greek, what it comes to mean is also woman of valor. All right. And if we break that down even further, a woman of virtue, or this is also woman, and I put up here wife, because you won't get. A, a wife of virtue, unless she's first a woman of virtue. So you forget being a strong Christian wife if you're not just a, a, a faithful Christian woman. You can't get there. You can't, can't get one up yet. And then, and then actually, when you talk about this, this is also a woman of all
supply virtue? What can supply virtue? What can supply valor? What can supply all excellence? Embracing God's wisdom. If we won't embrace God's wisdom, we can't know virtue. We can't know valor. We cannot know all excellence. So uh, I want to talk to the daughters. And this applies to sons as well, but I, I, want the, I want the daughters to pay close attention to what we're talking about this evening. Becoming a virtuous woman. Who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies? Now, when it talks about what kind of woman this is, and what kind of uh, 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 um, um, wisdom, what wisdom can do, this type of woman is one who is well reported for good works. And if she has brought up her children, uh, if she has brought up children, if she has lodged strangers, if she has washed the saints' feet, if she has uh, relieved the afflicted, if she has diligently followed every good work. Now, somebody might look at that as a list of things and say, have I done that, have I done that, have I done that? And you can, if you use it as a checklist, you're using it improperly. Because those are things that if this is a virtuous woman, these things about her will be natural. And I'm not talking about in terms of carnal. I'm talking about they'll be automatic. Because her heart is filled with the wisdom and the love of God, she will be hospitable. She will be humble. And she will be compassionate. And she doesn't sit and check these things off and say, look at what I am, look at what I am, look at what I am, and God, you owe me. As we talked about this morning, God owes you nothing. But these things will be exhibited in your life if God is at the center of your life, if he's, if he's living in your life, working in your life. These things will be evident to all people. If you don't believe me, just read. And I told you before, you read about Ruth. You know, Ruth, I mean Esther, as she got out there. Uh, no, it's Ruth. It's Ruth got out there. And, 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 and she was just working and she was just gleaning. Her concern was nothing other than being faithful to God, being faithful to her responsibility as her family, being faithful to the care of her and her mother-in-law. That's what she was thinking about. She had no time to be distracted about other things. And, and, and I've already heard, I've already heard in some of my young girls, I've already heard in some of them, some of them have already decided at ages of 9 and 10, they don't want to be married. So they don't want to be married. They don't want to have children. They don't want to do any of those things. Why? Because of the poor examples they've already seen. Because what God designed as a beautiful thing, marriage, has become an ugly thing. Uh, what God has talked about as, as a man finds a woman, finds a wife, finds a beautiful thing, some have turned the pursuit of what God has for them into a very ugly thing. And they've already decided, look, I don't want that. I'll serve God. Whatever God wants me to do, I'll do it. But that I do not want. How do you think they got that? By the poor examples that they've seen around them. They haven't seen virtue. They haven't seen valor. They haven't seen excellent behavior. They've seen the exact opposite. They've seen two-faced, double-minded, backstabbing, conniving types of women in their lives. Oh, it's all right. 
you know, uh, uh, still think Brother Stewart, Brother Smith, because you know, they might get me in a rush when they raise up out the pew. They might get me in a rush now, but they won't get me before I take a couple of them with me. Hmm? I'm gonna catch, I'm gonna take Shayla, because she out front. And catch Tamika coming around the edge. When they come and rush me, I'm talking crazy. See? They might give me a rush, but I'm taking a couple of them. I'm telling you that, that, that God's beautiful design is why it gotta be me. Oh, Tamika. The thing is, God has designed something beautiful. And we mar it and we and we destroy it by living it in a way that is more complementary to the way we think, feel, and see, rather than what God has said. You got to ask yourself, I'm calling myself a virtuous woman, a woman of all value. Well, then what is the report of me? How do people report? When they speak of me and I'm not around, when they, when they mention me to other people, what is the report that they give? Honestly, what report do they give? And remember, about 80% of that report is by your own actions. You have to think about that. Becoming a virtuous woman is being dependable. It's being dependable. And I hope every one of my, I hope my little girls are taking notes. It's being dependable. It says, who can find a virtuous wife? For her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. So he will not lack of gain. She does not, she does him good and not evil all the days of her life. Any real friendship, any real relationship, any real connection that pleases God benefits both parties. And it helps them both. They both work together to get to God. If we're not both working to get to God and to please God, it's doomed. From the very beginning. Huh? So, so notice what it says there. She's dependable. So what's that say about that woman? You need to throw out that, that thing I hear people talk about, woman's prerogative. When they say woman's prerogative, they mean the woman has a right to change her mind at the turn of a hat and because she's emotional, because she goes through that, because she got all this, and it's so much, and it's so much, she has a right to do that. Wrong. Because God put something in her when she obeyed the gospel. And that is his Holy Spirit. And his Holy Spirit stabilizes her through any and all situations. If she chooses to allow it to stabilize her. He'll provide all you need to get through the trial. See, when I hear that woman's prerogative stuff, I say that's, that's worldly wisdom. And worldly wisdom brings drama. It's not wisdom from above, says James. James says that wisdom from this earth is demonic, carnal, and deadly. You don't have a license. You don't have a license uh, uh, to be to be just just to be lackadaisical and, and unstable from one moment to another and indecisive. You don't have a license to do that. Because guess what? As Christians, we all chose one direction. And that's direction. That man has to be going in that same direction, so does that woman. Because you said, I've decided to follow Jesus. And like the old folk used to say a long time ago, none but the righteous shall see God. And the righteous are those who hang on to God through all situations. 
told to his change of hand. See, so when it says safety trusted, that means the man, he doesn't have to be there. He doesn't have to be standing over all the time. He can be doing what he's supposed to do. And let me say this. On this earth, there's no greater asset than if you make that choice, there's no greater asset than a godly woman or a godly man. There's no greater asset. But at the same time, there's no greater detriment than a woman or a man that refuses to be godly. Or one that, you want you want a great hindrance, you want something to hold you back, to, to, to discourage you and distract you, hurt you and harm you, choose somebody who doesn't want to walk with God consistently. Huh? The Bible will tell you, God, when, you, when a man finds that, he's fine up and fine up one of the time. Huh? Because she's going to be in his blind spot. Uh, they'll be in each other's blind spot. But hey, they won't be taking advantage. It says safety trust us. It means that she won't look in his blind spot and use his weakness against him. And then she'll also realize that sometimes she can be his biggest blind spot. So she has to be sober and alert for God's attacks. I'm trying to encourage him to, 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 to stay focused. Becoming a virtuous woman, uh, it says up there, it says, uh, be dependable. What does that mean? It means if you're going to be virtuous, if you're going to be a woman of valor, if you're going to be one who is of all excellency, it says to be dependable. It means stick with the job until it's completed. Huh? It says take pleasure in doing it well. Do a job without being reminded. See, and it sound, that sounds like the stuff that the woman would be saying to the man. Can't you do something without me having to say anything? Well, set the example. Set the example. See, uh, we're encouraging the family, Brother Broom. Uh, that, that, that's the, this, encouraging the family. And we're talking about what daughters need to know. And we're talking about how to be uh, women of valor, women of virtue, and women of all excellence, but it still applies to young men as well. So that we're right here, and we just read the scripture in Proverbs 31 where it said, he safely trusts her and she brings him gain. So guess what? When he got when he has the woman and she's on his on his team and she's right there with him, all they can do is gain together. But when she's going in a different direction, he's gonna lose every single time. Because he's got to serve her whims. And worship God at the same time. How do you do that? When they're going opposite directions. Huh? As the great urban poet, those two great urban poetesses once said, I can do bad all by myself. Plenty of bad. So can we turn to the Lord? Being virtuous is, 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 is they will not quit when a job becomes too tedious. Do you know what that means? That means we on this grind together, right? And just and see some people, some people, when 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 the job seems to be too difficult or it's doing too much or it's too detailed and I gotta think and I can't find enough joy and it doesn't engage me and I'm not happy about it, then they wanna quit.
See, just like you jump on him when you say, look, I can't do everything around the house. Do something. He, got, he has every right to say the same thing to you. When you jump on him about not getting the trash or picking up the socks. He's wondering why he couldn't get that encouraging word when he was down and wondering why he was following the Lord in the first place. Wondering why he couldn't get that positive pickup instead of some kind of cynical put down. Huh? It also talks about does it well, not just on the surface. You know what? And that, 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 keep it house now. You ever walked to somebody's house and walked across that, uh, that big area of rugs and, and, and felt all those lumps under your feet? <laughs> That's where they were sweeping and just swept a little pile right under the rug. They could have got somebody's envelope or something and just put it in the trash. See, this is, this is more than just putting a V on it and virtuous. It's more than that. It's inside out, and it's not just a title to win. So, so he knows. He doesn't have to think about it. He knows every aspect of his business is handled. Just like you expect to know. It's punctual rather than getting around to it. Not easily distracted. Works even when not being watched and works not grudgingly. And when I'm talking about working, see? Look at what the scripture says. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ship. She brings food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maid servants. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits, she plants a feed, a vineyard. She's smart. She's intelligent. She's not flighty. She has some sense. She's not caught up in every wind of doctrine and every new thing that comes on the, the shopping channel. We're working together in this thing. And notice it says she gets up while it's still night. She's not laid up in the bed all day. But guess what? Everybody's tired. Everybody's a little worn out sometimes. Huh? But what makes you old? Greater than mine. Because guess what? No matter how worn out we are, guess what? The job still has to get the job. And we got to do it together. One of the greatest examples I, I, I think about when she gets up at night, meaning while it's still dark and there's no distractions, you know, the, 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 everybody's still in the bed, she can get up and focus on what she needs to do early in the morning, get this stuff done, so when the sun shines in, she hit the ground running. Got some things done already. Or, 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 and I ain't seen this, you know, I, I remember, you know, a long time ago it used to be, it, 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 if that man or if that son or if that daughter had to get up uh, uh, and go late at night, he wasn't the only one up. Mama was up walking right with him. Wife was up walking right with him. You need anything? Need anything? You need to put something on you, something into the, all that, walking right with him. And wasn't going to bed until he was safely out of the house. And then made sure. See, it, it, you know, it, 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 it's no time for that. I don't, I don't feel like it. And look, I understand sometimes you're not able because you don't feel. You, you really are incapacitated. I, I'm not counting those times. Because sometimes you are broken down like that. But sometimes. Other times. Right out lazy. 
And where's the gratitude in that? The thankfulness in that. Talk about being a woman of all excellence. Being a virtuous woman. Be dependable and honest. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. Hmm? He knows that when she's speaking to him, she's telling him the straight truth, pure truth, honest truth. She, he knows that. Because lying lips are dangerous. Hmm? We used to talk about it all the time. You get a big truth to tell a little lie. Is it still the truth? No, ma'am, and no, sir. It's a lie. Polluted. Twisted. Bible also says this. That, uh, let me go back. Be dependable and be honest. Like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. Anybody know what that means? You know, playing those little games uh, and not being honest. Being honest is, 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 and when it's all about being dependent, not telling half truths, not omitting information to be deceptive, not exaggerating stories to gain favor, follows through on commitments. They don't tell more lies when caught in a lie, and they show them, don't us. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Oh, I'm telling this half truth to, to, to spare feelings and to. You know, this is keep the peace. Whose peace are you trying to keep? Mm -hmm. When he asks you a question, you're looking for the truth. Because the truth sets free. But then again, when you bring stuff, because you know what sometimes people do? When they just want attention, they'll add to a story. They'll take stuff out of a story. They'll pump it up and make it seem like an emergency when there's no emergency at all. They'll go to anybody who will listen and tell three different stories, four different lives, just to keep the attention on them. It's despicable and disrespectful. And there's no honor in it. You want God to work. No half-truths. Not when we're trying to communicate, not exaggerating, not so I can just have more attention and not running around gossiping. Which is why Proverbs 26, 18 says that. You know, you don't even know that kind of stuff. You don't even play that. It's too dangerous to even play that. Why do you do that? Huh? You know how we're quick to say something, oh, I'm playing that. By the time you, you by the time you utter you were playing, guess what? The damage has already been done. Daughters, my daughters, be dependable, be honest, and be loyal. Huh? Few face, you got to be loyal. Mighty, you gotta be loyal. That means you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, like Proverbs 31, verse 12 says, she does some good and not evil all the days of her life. <laughs> she realizes that my purpose in working along with this man, my purpose of being in the world, period, is to bring good. To my brother. Never eat. I am a blessing 
and not a curse. But the question is, have I been more of a curse than a blessing? And I'm not talking about just sitting there pointing fingers. I'm talking about acceptance of responsibility. It says, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceived. Have an enemy right there in your house. We got to do better than that. Bible says, be dependable, be honest, be loyal. When you're being loyal, that means, guess what? Sometimes, children, sometimes, having some time, you're going to have to rebuke a friend if need be. What do I mean by that? If they're not doing what God says do, sometimes you got to let them know, I can't do it because God said it's not right. And you got to be able to say it and not be afraid of losing that friend because your greatest friend is Jesus. And if they're any kind of friend, once you tell them the truth, they'll thank you for telling them the truth. And they'll want to be closer to you than ever before because they'll realize you did something that nobody else is willing to do. You told me the truth. Give me a friend like that any day. That's why we need more Mordecai. Get my mind right. Let me know. Help me. Don't hurt me. I've told you many times, don't y'all let Brother Johnson be somewhere wrong. Huh? I appreciated it. And I told you that before. I appreciated it. But when I when, 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 when little tugged my coattail and said, did you mean this or did you mean that? Thank you, baby, for looking out for me. What I meant was this. But anytime. It's not quoted correctly. You let Brother Johnson know he'll be more and more and more than happy to correct because he doesn't want to confuse. Amen. If we're working as a unit, you don't set them, you don't set each other up to fail. Because guess what? We're working as a unit for the glory of God. We have no time for that. Guess what? And you being loyal, you're not easily offended. Huh? For so long, y'all, for so long, sometimes in some of our congregations, we weren't we able to preach the truth. And it wasn't because of uh, people out there, it was because of people in here. Being super duper sensitive. Hey, if the shoes fit, wear them, boys. And get your life right. It ain't nothing personal. It's being said to you out of love so you can get your act right before it's forever too late. Huh? Think about it. I'm trying to tell you. You know what? If there's going to be some hurt, and the hurt needs to take place in the house, don't we? If I'm going to be corrected, check me at home so I don't get out there and make a fool of myself. Right here in the house is where you need to be checked. I heard too many brothers. I, man, I've heard brothers say, brother, you can't preach like that. Because you might upset the sisters. So. And. Oh, but just you say that because you ain't got no couch to sleep on. And <laughs> I may not have a cold couch, but I got a hot hell laid in. And I'd rather please my father any day, any day, than to be henpecked. And I'm not, I'm not aiming at a woman. I'm talking about what Satan does to our families. Because it's been, a, it's been a rule a long time ago. Whatever you do, just keep the women comfortable and don't offend them because you know there's always more women and they get better than anybody else. No, they 
God does all the giving. God does all the building. God does all the leading. God does all the teaching. God does all the providing. That's who I know who does the providing. When I preach, I see souls. I don't see sex. When I teach, I see souls. I don't see male or female. I see what God said is right, and I see what God said is wrong. So sue me. And if you do, you'll get nothing but practice. <laughs> huh? You'll get nothing. Nothing. Get in line. Folks, me, I will tell you about the million-dollar lawsuit that was put on me. That's still pending right now. Because I wouldn't bow or kowtow to a way that somebody wanted done and it went against the word. Yes, and they wanted to sue me for a million dollars to the courts. So be. Be loyal. Keep quiet about things. Rejoice. And when I say keep quiet about things, that's not everything. Listen, if somebody's going to hurt somebody or is going to damage somebody, you better not keep your mouth shut. Let that be known. Don't come with all this, but yeah, I don't want to lose their time. Listen, if it's going to save somebody's life or soul, so be it. You ain't got to tell me nothing else. I wait for God to make it available anyway. And it, 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 it rejoices when friends prosper. They're loyal to Christ. They view marriage as a lifetime commitment. Guess what? If you want to be a virtuous wife, if you want to be a, 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 a wife of valor, be a woman of valor, be brave enough to make your commitment to Christ first and foremost. <laughs> be observant. Be, de be dependable. Be honest. Be loyal. And be observant. Proverbs 31 verse 27. Bible says, She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. In some, in some texts it says laziness. Be observant. She's always watching, making sure things are taken care of in the right way. Huh? She's not looking for ways to justify laying up. As you heard me ask that, make that comment this morning about the bonbons and all of that. She's not trying to find a way to sit up on some couch and just get, no, she's not looking for a way. It's too much work to be done. Too much work to be done. And modesty is a must. Immodest dress is often motivated, as you see up there, by, uh, by wanting people to see me. A woman of God doesn't walk around wanting people to see her. A woman of God wants people to see Christ in her. She wants God to be seen in her, not for people to be focused on her. Huh? So it says, in like manner also the woman adorning themselves in modest apparel with propriety and moderation, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly clothing, but which is proper for women professing godliness with good works. Now, don't get caught up on the braids and the pearls and all that. What it means is whatever whatever um, um, uh, uh, circumstance or culture you're living in, you're trying to find the things that are going to make you stand out most, such as Kool-Aid colors and all of that. You know what I'm talking about? People used to dye their hair with Kool-Aid. <laughs> Walk around with bright green and bright, bright blue and all that stuff just to draw attention. They ain't drawing attention to Jesus. Hmm? Hmm? I, 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 I remember this. I, 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 
You got to be willing to seek it and find it and put it on. First Timothy 2.9, I want women to show their beauty by dressing in appropriate clothes that are modest and respectable. Their beauty will be shown by what they do, not by the hairstyles or gold jewelry, pearls, or expensive clothes. This is what is proper for women who claim to have reverence for God. Huh? They wait for God to put them on display. They don't try to put themselves on display. And remember what it said in Proverbs 31? Guess what? She's going to be, by the work of her hands, she's going to be reverenced by the work of her hands anyway. Charm is deceptive. Beauty is fleeting. But a woman who loves the Lord, she shall. She shall be great. Dress in the principle of love. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, also do to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Love does no harm to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. Yet if your brother is grieved because of your food, you are no longer walking in love. Do not destroy with your food one from whom Christ died. Meaning, there have been many wars fought over simple stuff like clothes. Well, if this causes him any issue, he ought not be looking here. Servitude, overpopularity, daughters should learn to prefer servitude over popularity. For the love of Christ compels us because we judged us that if one died for all, then all died. Then he died for all, and those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Servitude, Bible says in Matthew chapter 20. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of Gentiles lorded over them. And those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you, let it be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let it be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Now he didn't come to serve, he came to be served. He didn't show up about what y'all about to do for me. He shows up saying, what can I do for you? And what do I need to change to help you? Philippians 2, 4 says, Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Daughters should know that fame and fortune are not eternal with me. They might be paying attention to you right now, but it won't last. It won't last. They should seek glory, the glory that comes from God. They should know that getting married is a full-time responsibility of caring for the home, children, husband, and it's not just, it's not time to just coach. That means those who make that decision, it is not time to just ease, but you just kind of like ride a tandem. Anybody ever rode a tandem bike before? Like two people on the same bike pedaling? You ever try to get over there and the person sit behind you and just throw their feet up? Man, it get hard. Look, what are you doing back there? Aren't we riding together? Yeah. Riding. <laughs> Hey, better. And if you ever want to, look, listen, you ever want to know what it's like? Talk to Sister Keisha about the time they were in a canoe. Her and Justin were in a canoe together. And it took them all day long to get down that river. Running into things, running over people. Sister Keisha tell you, it wasn't until she said, hold up, let me listen and cooperate. That they finally started, well, I'm telling you. We, we going down and we gone. Making it happen, right? Look over so they still. <laughs> and the lady under the water, they ran over the poor lady. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> <Charge. laughs> okay. 
confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord. And then he baptized for remission of your sins to be added to the body, which is his church. There's only one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one way to be saved. That's by being added to Christ. And you cannot be added to Christ without being added to his church. You don't get into his church. You don't get his church separate from his family. The church of Christ, the family of God, is all the same thing. Christ is his, his foundation, and he's the glue that keeps it together. You want salvation? Then you come to us right now. If you know daughters, if you know that you haven't been the daughter that God would want you to be, if you know that you've been living poor examples and, and, and being other than what God would have you to be, repent of that sin. And he's faithful to wash you. And the Bible says, if you would just, in Acts chapter 3, if you'll confess your sin, it says clearly that he'll blot them out. <coughs> it's in your moments of refreshing from above. There was a time when God looked at man's ignorance, and now he commanded for everywhere to repent. You want to become a Christian tonight? You want to change your life? The time is now, because you may not get another moment. The time is now to change your life, give your life over to Christ. Don't you want to leave here different than when you came? To give your life to Christ. If God has shown you something and, and, and convicted you in such a way, come forth.